I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back. This is Boys Don't Cry, part two of a discussion about recklessness with Catherine Tilsley and Jelani. Interestingly, I mean, we come back to this stat all the time on this program, but people come to these shows standing alone. So to most people, I'm not repeating myself. If I am, apologies. Is that men are much more reckless when they're younger, whereas the range of recklessness in female life is a narrower range. So if you start life as a 21-year-old incredibly reckless woman, you tend to sort of stay that, you'll meet that woman in her 40s and she'll still be, you know, it's mental Zoe with her shots. Whereas whereas men are much more reckless when younger and they're part of the male brain. This is my favourite fact to tell to women. The part of the male brain that deals with empathy, the bit that goes, I'm not going to do that because I understand how that would hurt you. That doesn't finish growing in a man till he's 40. That's when it, when it finishes growing in a woman at 21. So the part of a man's brain that's able to go, well, if I do that, that will probably hurt my mum's feelings or my partner's feelings or this, that or the other isn't there. And I'm just backing what Jelani said, because back in the day, if we were all living in a cave together and someone starts raiding it, and um, you send me and Jelani to the edge of the cave to defend you, Catherine. And I'm like, I just, I don't want to hurt the people attacking me because, because they've, got fa- they've got families too. We have to identify. <laughs> you want someone that's going to go, oh, I cave heading to mate. Because ultimately everyone gets to eat. Yeah. <laughs> so don't feel too bad, girls, when you're having your heart broken. What I'm saying is stay older, man. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> At Russell underscore Kane. Send DMs. Body parts welcome. Now... Uh, <laughs> So it's it's interesting. So men men uh, also, Jelani, are more inclined to take risks than women under stress. And Nicole Lighthall found that gender differences are amplified even further under stress. Male risk taking tends to increase under stress, while female risk taking tends to decrease under stress. One reason is there are gender differences in brain activity involved in computing risk and preparing for action. So if shit was kicking off right now, it, it, like pub fight type thing. Girls dial down what needs to be done. Let's, how can we make the situation more conservative, more safe? Whereas men dial up. Fuck it. I'm going to smash, smash a bottle, have a cheeky one hidden behind the back just in case. Uh, which I've done. Uh, a shame. Yeah, I, yeah. I've done a smash and hide just in case. I've never had to use uh, it. It just mm. comes naturally because someone's going to come at you. Merksville. That's all I'm <laughs> saying. Yeah. Don't come at me, blood, because you walk away crawling, isn't it? Um, women leaders are more likely to think about the impact of others we're seeing this all over the world look at the covid pandemic look at the countries run by women over and over again more successful when facing a risky decision leaders must weigh two factors firstly the likelihood 
that the risk in question will help hit strategic objectives. And second, the effect the risk will have on people involved. There's a tendency for men to put stronger emphasis on the former, the strategic objectives, rather than thinking about, well, how will that impact on the people involved? I mean, the irony, because I don't think Boris has done either, really. No, no, not really. <laughs> he's, gen- he's gender neutral. In gender neutral, though. A blob of uselessness. <laughs> um so as, as recklessness, so you've heard how Lindsay just was like, Lindsay did a couple of things different. She'd had your typical sort of Manchester girl experience. For those who don't live in the Northwest, if it's up here, it's like, I want to meet a man with some money. Does he own a restaurant? Is he a footballer? End of list. Uh, so she had been out with this. I just think there's quite a lot more players up in the Northwest from what I yeah. can get. I like to keep a girl on her toes. I like to make her fucking yes. float. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she had her heart broken over and over again. She played the girl, the, the girl playbook the way you're supposed to play the girl playbook. Bitcoin, don't DM too early. Don't offer things up too early. Don't, don't make him message first. She thought, fuck it. I don't, you know, Russell's not like anyone I've ever gone for before. So what have I got to lose? Because I'm not bothered if it doesn't work out. So she just did everything different, moved herself to the front of the theatre. I did the first DM. Do you know what she did, Jelani? You know, like when you're just DMing and you're like thinking of your next best response and the emoji, just straight to phone call. Straight to fucking phone call on about the third Mm. message. But I'm like, I see an 0161 incoming. She's like, so I'm Lindsay. And I'm like, what the fuck? How old was she at this point? 25. I think girls get to that point. I was a bit like that with Tom, where I was like, I'm done dicking about now with the wrong types of guys. Are you going to knock me up? Are we going to get married? Are we going (laughs) to buy a house? Great. I just got to that point. That wasn't your first sentence, was it? Because that would have been scary. (laughs) Near enough. Hello, I'm Catherine, and I'm ovulating. What's your name? (laughs) (laughs) That's like, that's being reckless for a purpose. It like, is, yeah, I'm going but in. it's yeah, also, yeah. but Jelani, from a female's point of view, the risk is massive. When a man in a bar walks over to a girl and goes, can I buy you a drink and makes a bell end of himself? Men have been doing that since the dawn of nightclubs. The risk is low, apart from his ego. If a woman walks across a nightclub, there's all kinds of labels and judgment. We still live in an incredibly sexist culture. Sadly, I wish we didn't. Then we could all just be banging the whole time in, in paradise, but we don't live there. So for Lindsay just to pick up the phone and risk totally not like humiliation not not of her gender i thought was bold has recklessness helped you meet your partner then catherine did you did you were you quite bold were you like fuck it i'm gonna play things i always think the old saying of love like you've never been hurt i i i kept cherishing that over the years and i kept getting hurt but you can't when you meet somebody new you can't really have that self-preservation thing you've kind of just got to go for it because otherwise you're never gonna find the real you and, and and know what it feels like to be really loved. And I think when I met Tom, I was actually, I'd written men off. I was like, you know what? I've been single for a while now. I'm fine on my own. And Tom was a complete curveball. And it was bizarre because so many of my girlfriends had said, oh, when you meet the one, you just know. And I'm like, you're balmy. You need to get to know them, blah, blah, blah. And honestly, by the second day, I was like, this is completely different. Oh my God. And after three months, he'd moved in. After five months, I was pregnant. A year later, we were married. And if that had been any of my friends, I'd have been like, you are utterly mad. 
but it just felt right. If you think about it, Catherine, that is the most reckless thing you can do is have a, yeah. is to get knocked up within it. Because within a year, I, my theory about men is every man has a pig valve that's hidden. So you, so you don't, don't see the full, you don't see the full pig until about seven months into a relationship. That's so mad. My girlfriend literally said that exact timeline to me like, <laughs> no, every man you meet in a bar is either a comedian or, oh look, I've spilled, I've spilled a drink on my jeans. I don't care, man. They're just clothes. Whereas, <laughs> whereas six months later, I oh, fucking yeah, my jeans are fucked. They're tearing them in half. I'm going to go home in an Uber. No, see, temper. I did my research. I'd known him for a while at the gym. We'd always had a, a broom together. We'd always got on and I did my research. I spoke to a lot of people that knew him and every single person that knows Tom was like, oh, he's the nicest man in the Wait world. Wait a minute. So you got, refer- you got references for you. I will need two of your references. Now, before we go to bed, I will need your two references to be cleared, I'm afraid. <laughs> it, was, it was all good. Jelani, do, do, do you think, um, have you been reckless when it comes to dating and meeting women? Yes, d- but specific, specifically the relationship I'm in now. Uh, yeah, go I, on. I, how da- yeah, how yeah. daring and reckless were, were you in order to get into the relationship you're in now then? Uh, well, I, you know, I don't really, I've never really approached girls. That's not really been my thing. I've, I've been lucky in that I've kind of come across girls in a way that hasn't just, meant that I've had to you, go Are in. you trying to say you sit in the corner of the club with uh, with a bottle open and just, <laughs> uh, wait, no, for ta- wait for that table to get populated? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm rubbish. I'm rubbish. I'm, I'm the I mean, worst. I don't know anything. Fun. I'm just, it's, that's just, no, what I see a rapper that I watch a lot of the videos and they're always, yeah. in, they're always in the club. There's lots of bottoms in their faces. And yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. No, you would think, but I'm, I'm useless in the club. I'm not good at approaching people. I, I'm, for me, that rejection is the worst. I can't deal with it. Maybe my, my, maybe my ego is actually quite fragile because I can't go out to girls and just be like, yo, what are you saying? But I did it with my girlfriend. That was one of the only times that I've done it. Um, and uh, yeah, it was after, after a gig and I went up and I saw her. I was actually on the phone to someone and I was like, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to go and chat to her. Wow. So I on the phone and went chat to her. Yeah, and that was, so that was pretty reckless from me because I don't really do that. But so, I think that um, it, girls respect that. I mean, unless you come over as like a drunk knobhead, which you yeah, clearly yeah. didn't. <laughs> girls, it takes a lot for a guy to do that. And I think girls really respect it. Yeah, it's, I, I think it's, do you know what? I feel like, I, like the guys that usually go up to girls and do that, girls know it and they feel it. And so like, it actually is a, I don't know, it's a false economy. Like, I don't, I don't... You're quite smooth, though. See, Tom came over to me and said, do you want to go and watch Mandela? I'm like, oh, that, that cheery film, great. <laughs> and I can free your heart. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what so, I mean, I had a friend, the, the guy, I've seen men play the numbers game doing that in Eros nightclub where, where I mm. grew up. He would literally get to wait till about two, three in the morning. You know, the lane clubs close at two because everyone's fucking finished. All the piss heads and would literally just go down the rows of girls who hadn't pulled yet. Do you want, do you want to go for a drink? Do you want to go for a, some 50? If you ask 50 or 100 girls that, one girl yeah. is going to say yes. The odds are in your favour, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> just, so uh... what, what, what about... Um, do you think if you're sort of a reckless, daring, I'm going to bomb in the swimming pool like a mad person type, but are you more likely to be attracted to a more sort of honest Joe or honest Josephine, um, conservative, more careful, never had a credit card, never been in debt, you know, person, if you're a kind of, well, I was in debt up to my eyeballs when I was 20, but I sorted my life out, but it was worth it because I saw the world, which is what I, I was like. And I would, would always be more attracted to a more grounded individual. Or do you think two reckless people can get together and cause a hurricane? I only very recently have kind of like um, 
I would say, you see that part of the brain that you said evolves over time? Mm. I think it started to kick in, but it's been a very recent development. You've got that impulsive reckless energy. Isn't that a recipe for chaos, though, if you've got two people like that? If, if I see myself being a certain way, I'm like, oh, when you're like that, actually, that's quite difficult to be around sometimes. So it's earthed you in a, in yeah. a weird way. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting. What about mm. you? Obviously, as a performer... If you're anything like me, you're normally one of the louder ones in the room. I don't, I know, we, we've never hung out socially. I've just worked you. I've only ever seen you in ta-da, work mode. But I am, in my group of friends, I am, you know, first one up dancing at a wedding, loudest one, wanting everyone laughing, the the, the sort of daring one. It's, Fuck it, let's go beefer now. Um, and I've always in the past been dr- definitely drawn to more sort of level-headed girls that can sort of keep me on straight and narrow. I have experimented and gone out with, I did have one relationship with a girl. I thought, we're just the same. I'm a good with the girl version of me. It's going to be so much fun because we're both the same. And of course, it, that is, it was fucking hell, basically. I'm talking, no, I'm talking, no, I'm dancing, no, I'm dancing. <laughs> Divorce. Um, I think we're, me and Tom are quite spontaneous, which isn't the same as reckless. No. We're probably quite dull. You know, and, and having children changes that. We, we go to bed early. We get we are morning people that like to embrace the day, and, <laughs> you know, go for a walk. We, I am that person, but I was incredibly reckless in my youth. I've completely changed. Um, and I enjoyed being reckless when I was younger, but, I, you know, that's for the kids now, babes. I'm quite happy being boring. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Do you think that, um, even though we've given many examples of exciting female recklessness today, do you think the fact that women do take less risk costs them? 
on a life level. I mean, there's been loads of studies done on this. So a psychologist, Lou, found that environment is extremely important in shaping risk aversion. And if we can teach girls that they should be more risk loving, it will shape their future decision making. In other words, girls lower their earning potential because they don't take as many risks. Now, the gender pay gap is obviously structural. I mean, we've got loads of issues based on childcare and all lots of other problems. But there is some research that suggests on top of that, we teach girls to take less risks. Meaning in, a, in an advertising agency, for example, if a female copywriter and a male copywriter is pitching his ideas, the male copywriter would risk making himself look stupid more, but might hit the winning FC UK rebrand French Connection idea, for example. I am a risk taker. I I have been in that respect in terms of my, you know, leaving Coronation Street when I told my dad, he was like, you're mental. Um, but I'm glad I did it. You know, I loved Corey, but leaving was a great decision for me. And I just think life's too short not to take the right kind of risks. I'm mm. not talking about going sleeping with 10 people, not using anything. I'm talking mm. about, I guess, calculated risks, but I, I, but I still do like the thrill of a risk. So is the, but my question to you is, in your experience and your observations, are men more likely to take those right sort of calculated risks than girls? Let's make them, let's make them, equal, let's make them equally childless and equally at the same stage of their lives. So we've got, we got a 28-year-old woman, 28-year-old man, they're both they're both at an early stage of their uh, their dating someone, so there's nothing holding each one back, and yet still research would suggest that 28 year old man in the same sector would take more risks and push his earning potential because he's been taught that from a little boy. Mm. One of the things that I, I feel maybe contributes to recklessness is uh, when you're a, a girl, you have way more responsibility straight off the bat, and boys pretty much don't have that until you have kids. Whereas, like, if you're going through uh, periods every month and et cetera, you have to actually be aware of things. Whereas I have never really had that much responsibility. So I, it's, it's easy for me to be reckless. I don't have to think about things. And um... Oh, that's interesting. So you think there's something, there could be something biological in it. I mean, there's, there's been other research done, Jelani, that would, that would contradict that. For example, there's this fascinating study done where they watched parents with newborn babies from behind double-sided mirror. So they didn't know they were being observed. So these are babies that are hours or days old. And the way parents hold newborn baby boys is completely different to the way they hold newborn baby girls. They hold the limbs in on girls. They stroke the face. They're completely different behavior. By the time the little boys are eight, nine months are good, oh, the bruiser crawling up the sofa. No, yeah. God, look at the princess. Careful, she's going to hurt herself, Darren. I mean, it's women don't stand a chance, do they? Yeah, no, so that, that, is, that is what I mean. Like that, that's, that's kind of uh, the, the response to the, the way that we, in society... Socialise. Direct, socially, direct women. And also the kind of... Not the biological sense, but the the responsibility of having to think about yourself mm. once a month uh, is different to to guys. Like it's, it's it's a significant thing, and yeah, we do treat women differently. It is, I guess, the the risk of harm or or things like that you, in the world. Do you, do you have any kids, Jelani? You don't have kids, do you? No. Catherine, how many children do you have? I've just got one little boy. I've got one little girl and it does my fucking head in how much we're now in pink clothes, Barbie on fucking Netflix. I'm scared of my bike and my friends who've got five-year-old boy. I don't believe my daughter was born like that. I believe it's been put into her by TV, by well-meaning grandparents and aunts, the princess dresses and all that bollocks. Mm. Now, I'm not saying I want to dress her gender neutral and give her a skinhead. I love the fact she's a girl and she's very she's very feminine and all that. I love I love all of that. I think it's possible to be totally feminine, uh, but be totally powerful at the same time. Completely. 
Completely. I, I do think, you know, girls do have to contend with hormones that can absolutely change your personality once a month, drive. I mean, I've had all kinds of problems with my hormones and it, it can be really difficult and quite life-changing for some women. Um, and so I do think that has a massive, the more I look into hormones, actually, the more I see how important and how much they can take over your life. Mm. Interesting. I just, just to clarify, I'm not saying that like girls go crazy once, once a month. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, but I think it's a big deal to have to like... You don't need to say it, Jelani, it's factually true. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I might... Lin, Lindsay yeah. turns into Ted Bundy in a wig once a month, so don't worry about it. It's just a lot. If, if I had something significant happen to me once a month that made me actually have to reconsider like how I was going about my day-to-day life, I feel like my, my attitude towards uh, being responsible would probably be different. But, uh, but as it stands, I never really have had anything like that. So I get to, I get to be reckless all the time. I mean, men just are more reckless. We've only got to look at car insurance. There's a reason women's car insurance is cheaper than men's car insurance. Men drive faster, they crash more often. They take more risks on the road. So that's one objective measurement we can take. One of the biggest killers of men under, I think it's under 25. So obviously we know under 50, sadly, it's suicide. But under 25, do you know what the biggest killer of men is? Idiocy. Jump out. Oh, what's this? What's what I could do? Look how fast I could go. I bet I could smoke this whole L skin and then ride my bike. So idiot, idiocy is, is the biggest killer of men. Yeah, that's not a surprise go, at all. Uh, what about reckless yeah. friends? Are you, are you the mad, crazy one in your group who's going to be the first one to bomb in a pool when you're on, holiday, on the girls' holiday or the boys' holiday? Or are you the reckless mate? Come on, let's do shots. Fuck it, let's go to another club. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm Nana Kath. Everyone calls me Nana Kath. And I'm the one, if anybody needs a plaster, go and ask your Auntie Kath. That's why people call me Auntie Kath on social media. <laughs> you do do a little character, don't you, as well? I do, Olga. Very funny, check that out. Uh, um, so, uh, Jelani, what, what about you? Are you the are you the sit back, see what your crazy mate was going to do, or after a few drinks, are you the crazy mate? Uh, yeah, I feel like I have quite a crazy bunch of of friends. We're wrecked, but yeah, I, I learned a different level of recklessness. I went to Leeds Uni, and that kind of changed my perspective on what it meant to be reckless. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I blame Leeds, yeah. But it, it completely changed what, what being reckless actually meant and I still know those guys. But I also have friends in London who also branched out and uh, we all came back with our different levels of recklessness. Um, so, yeah, everyone knows about it. Do you think it depends on career as well? Like, obviously, what career path you choose? Because when I look at my friends and I look at the careers that they do, you can guarantee, like, the rugby players are mental and then but then again some of the some of the doctors that i know are like cuckoo on it yeah, yeah teachers are mad as well just teachers are some of the most reckless people i've ever come across so like yeah i mean maybe it's your proximity to death in whatever you do makes you live life more to the full so a doctor who's dealing with death and danger every day a teacher who is about so near despair as you i mean that's <laughs> screaming into the chasm on a daily basis is much more likely to let off steam Maybe it's yeah. that. I've got rugby players have their head stamped on for eighty minutes or whatever it is. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you, I, I do reckon there's a there's a correlation between being reckless and whether you live in the city or you live outside. That's a great question. I was um I was wondering. There there are way more people I know. I'm from London, and so lots of my friends are from London. But I've obviously known people from outside now, and they're way more likely to kind of settle down at twenty five, twenty six, start having families. Rah, rah, whereas most of the people I know from London are like kind of hitting 30 or like getting a bit older 
and haven't even started slightly doing that. Um, and so, like, they kind of still have that thing. I don't, I don't know whether there's a, a relation. Do you know what I, it is? It depends. But I mean, London, man. It depends which part of London you're talking about. London is a city of two halves, isn't it? And the two halves are muddled up street by street like someone shuffled a pack of cards. It's like a Jelani mm-hmm. lyric. And uh, <laughs> uh, But it is, isn't it? I mean, where I grew up, I was five minutes walk from mansions and shit like that. And those people do get married at 35 and do have kids at 40. I mean, my, my nan was a nan at 40. That's where I grew up. And that's technically London, Enfield, Essex borders. So I think it could be a class thing, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what The question about the, the rural question, though, really is interesting because I do wonder if people that grow up in London tend to be less reckless because you sort of grow up or in Manchester or or any city centre with a sort of street wiseness built in. You know how quickly things can go pear-shaped if you say the wrong thing in a crowded environment. Whereas if you've grown up in Bumpkin Village, you're probably fine to get up on the pub table now and again. So you might come a bit unstuck if you're going, for example, to Leeds City Centre for the first time. So I wonder if there's something to do with being specialised in a city environment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I, I just, yeah, on the saying that, I, I feel like maybe I really kind of broke loose when I was in Leeds because I felt safer. Like, obviously, it's still a city in Rara, but I felt I didn't have to watch my back. I remember that was the first feeling I had. I was like, oh, I don't have to like, worry about myself the whole time. Uh, and that was when I really kind of was like, okay, cool, I can do whatever I want. Did you grow, um, did you grow up central, Catherine? Or I know you. Um, I wasn't that far from town, but I would say that growing up, we were wrapped in cotton wool. We were talking about this the other day. You grew up in one of the cotton mills, wasn't it? That's where you in grew. one of the cotton mills, babe. <laughs> and, um, but I was still, when I was 13, I was still playing house. And I was playing with dolls. You look at 13-year-olds now and you're like, oh, my God, they look like 18-year-olds. But I was wrapped in cotton wool, and I think that's why I went slightly off the rails at uni. You know, my school was a very Catholic school. Sex education was not great. So girls were getting pregnant left, right, and centre because the education wasn't there. Um, And so when I got to uni and, and, you know, everyone was going out and doing 50p shots, that was a whole new world to me. Um, and there were a few people like that at uni that had been, you know, wrapped in cotton wool and gone, oh, my God, look at this big, shiny new world sort of thing and, and did do reckless things. Right. Well, this is, we're out of time. Um, what a fascinating discussion. I'm going to go and do a shot in the garden now and run naked through Manchester. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining me, uh, Jelani and Catherine Tilsley, for this discussion about recklessness. I've been Russell Kane. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.